Hello, my friend. This is Clyde. Choose wisely. Choose Jesus. They nailed my Lord upon the tree and left him dying there. Through love he suffered there for me. It was love beyond compare. It is that time of the year again when we engage the story of Easter. We make a big thing of it. There is Lent, the 40-day period of fasting that started on Ash Wednesday and through and ends on this Holy Thursday. During this period, some folks give up meat, they give up worldly pleasures, and they do other religious things. Then there is Palm Sunday, the day when we celebrate the triumphant entry of Jesus into Jerusalem riding on a donkey. This past Sunday, many of us went to church and we waved palm branches as we recount the events of that day and we go home feeling good about the celebration. Then there is Friday coming, Good Friday, the big day when we revisit the crucifixion. We cry and we mourn and we are sorrowful. We condemn Pilate all over again. We argue as to whether it was the Jews or the Romans who crucified him. And oh, how we recount all the horrific things of that day. Then comes Easter, the day when we celebrate the resurrection. We do the pageantry, we have the great musical concerts, we bring out the best preachers to eloquently describe what it was like when Jesus came out of the grave. And the day after, we return to our normal lives. How many persons gave their lives to Jesus during Lent? Or how many persons understood the events of the Holy Week? How many people really cared what happened the day Jesus died or even when he rose from the grave? How many people believe all of this? Today, let us revisit the whole thing. Jesus did not come to create one religious holiday after another. Jesus would not be offended if we never had these days on our calendar. These events are meaningless un unless we realize that we are the reason that he gave his life. We are the reason that he suffered and died. You may ask me, what do you mean? Well, let us look at two scriptures. The first one is magnificent. It is all encompassing. It is beautiful. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Stop right there. Look at the word perish. Look at the phrase shall not perish. Look at the longer phrase shall not perish but have eternal life. No, I'm not joking. What is going on in this verse? You and me, your grandbaby, Hitler, Idi Amin, Pele, King Charles, the founding fathers of the USA, the Africans who were captured and sold into slavery, the whole world, those born thousands of years ago and those who are going to be born today, we all, all of us were going to perish. We all were destined to go to hell. 
Not one, not two million, but the world of humans were going to perish. And I'm not talking natural disasters. I'm not talking when you stop breathing and they bury you. I am talking the wages of sin is death kind of perish. I am talking going to hell forever perish. But God, but God, but God so loved the world. This great God who our foreparents, Adam and Eve, dared to disobey and sin against. He loved the world. Imagine that those two, they had the audacity, they had the nerves, they had the temerity to do what God told them not to do, and they released over the whole human race the perish sentence. Don't get all twisted in anger against Adam and Eve because it is what it is. You came into this world some time ago and you have been given a chance, a chance to escape the perish sentence that you inherited from those two. And how did this choice come about? God so loved the world. God so loved you and me. Yes, and any human being that you can think of, whether you like them or not. God was not obligated to love us. God was not even required by anyone to act out that love. But he loved us to the point of giving up his son. One songwriter called him the darling of heaven. Another one says he was the treasure of heaven. He was the ultimate expression of God's love when he gave his son Jesus. Which brings me to the next scripture in John 15 and verse 13, which says, Greater love has no man than this, that a man lays down his life for his friends. Now think about the word friends. Think about a man lays down his life for his friends. Think about greater love has no man than this. Jesus loved his friends so much that he chose to die for them. And who are these lucky friends? You, me, yes, the whole world. God loved the world that he gave Jesus to give the world a choice to escape the inevitable, perish, but instead to have eternal life. Jesus took this love issue to a whole other level, the level that his father had decided on from before time began. Jesus gave up his life for his friends. He loved us so much that he called us friends when we were not even his friends back then. Jesus died and he made an offer to you, perish or eternal life. The perish option is really meant for those who reject God, Jesus and his love and his death and those who waste time arguing that there are many ways to heaven. Every person who does not respond positively to the love of God will perish forever in the lake of fire, in that place of eternal torment. The ones of us who believe on Jesus, who respond positively to Jesus' love that caused him to lay down his life, they will get eternal life. So while one group will be perishing eternally, one group will be doing life eternally.
And it all hinges on how you respond to God's love. I made that choice some time ago to believe on Jesus. I responded positively to the love of Jesus, to the Son of God who laid down his life for me. I have a future, a certain future that spells eternal life. Maybe you have not yet done so. Maybe all this time you were thinking that you could serve this individual or you could live according to some made-up philosophical arguments. Maybe you were of the opinion that it is okay not to believe that there is a God. Wrong, wrong, wrong again. Whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. Come on, my friend, just stop right where you are and pray to God and say, Dear God, thank you for loving me so much that you sent Jesus to rescue me. I don't want to perish. I want to have eternal life. Today, I believe in Jesus. Today, I accept the gift of eternal life. Today, I choose to become a Christian. Amen. One of these days, you and I will meet in heaven if you prayed that prayer.